All right. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. What's up? Uh, it is cold where I am. It's pretty cold where I am, too, in the second bedroom of my house, surrounded by Etsy packages. Oh, they the give picture. off a cold. They give off a cold and burning fire, I would say. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. Oh. <laughs> um, so I was preparing for the podcast this morning. I got up at 5.30 um, and... To prepare uh, for the podcast. Yeah, truly. Like, I got my computer set up and all this stuff, and I was ready because I have so much to do today that I coerced you into recording at 6 a.m. So yeah, and could... I would, well, and I, to be fair, I'm in a different time zone, so. I know, so it's like real time, your time. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you didn't answer on the first ring, so then I thought, oh, I should uh, make a little list of topics so that I can contribute to the podcast. And would you like to hear what I wrote down this morning? as a few minutes ago that I was supposed to talk to you about. Tell me. It says Shawnee face. Shawnee face. I don't know what this says. I don't know what this even means. It, I just wrote this. Does it say shorty fire? Hold like, it I, up to the, hold it up to the screen. Give me, let, give me a, give me a look at this. Sharing tire. Is it something about your tire? No, that's a face. Hang on. No, it, it says up. face. Yeah, something face. I Shame, know, but I shaming face. <laughs> it does say shaving face. Good work. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you cracked the code. Well, Cat, I'm an amateur handwriting expert, if you will, on the move about yeah. the country, well, offering freelance webcam services mm-hmm. to decipher handwriting. Yeah, you just hold your handwriting sample up to the screen, and I will tell you what you wrote 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Point the microphone at your mouth, I would say. Yes. It makes a big difference for sound. I'm the one who edits this podcast. And I'm the one that has to listen to it, so. That's not true. It is true. Oh, do you listen to our podcast now? Yes. <laughs> I listen to it through the reports of other people who message me about it, you know? And, they, and they're like, if only Abigail was holding the microphone a little bit differently, maybe then it would be palatable to the ears. Oh, wait. Uh, no, you know, they say things like audio is really important to me. Sound quality is everything. And I'm like, these veiled threats are not going to get you what you want. Okay. Which is a signed headshot, a signed headshot of the two girls talking. I'm pretty sure that's what they want. Yes. God, we should take headshots back to back with like our arms, like akimbo. I don't know. I want those. And we can sign it with a copper metal pen. So we ha- yeah, because we have to get pictures for our other business where we look like actual professionals, and so we could like do poses for two girls talking. But I feel like we would need a costume change to really get into character. What do you imagine the costumes would be for the two girls talking podcast? Well, either we would be like doing a skit where we were dressing as like you know Brooklyn podcast professionals. That sounds like what our outfit should be for the other industry picture, probably. Like, you could do your hair like you were doing it the other day, trying to be, like, some sort of 90s film man I was trying to be girl. Okay, I was trying to be a French girl. I went to a concert the night before, and I saw a beautiful French girl play guitar, and I thought, well, my life is different now. I will become this French girl. So I went home, 
I washed my hair. I straightened it. The next morning, I parted it in the middle because I have such a high forehead. I usually try to sweep the bangs across to give the illusion that I'm a normal person without <laughs> a like tw- 20-finger forehead. And then I, but today or that day, I felt so brave and so imbued with the French spirit of like liberté, I would say, <laughs> that I, I, I parted it straight down the middle and all day at work, incredible things happened. People I've never talked to came up to me and said, you look great. And I was like, I do look great. Thank you. And they weren't like, wait. I'm startled by the size of your forehead. <laughs> uh, no, but the one thing that I tried to like parade around in front of our French designer, I would say, to see if he also recognized me as a fellow Frank, a Francophile type. Yeah. And uh, no, for some reason, he wasn't like, wait, are you from France? It, it didn't pan out the way that I really thought it would. Man, which I really so wanted weird. to break out into song right now. From that Les Mis song where they're doing the bonfire, but I can't even remember what the song is. A new Argentina, the will of the people be done. Wait, that's Evita. Yeah, no, it's not that. Anyway, so I had this experiment of being French for a day and it changed my life and I feel like I should part my hair in the middle all the time. And I was showing my sister photographs yesterday of it, the experiment. Because I was like, look, here's my old profile picture. Look what a Charlie Brown round face I have. Now look at the new French picture. Very French. She was like, I think it's just because you parted your hair in the middle. It makes your face look thinner. But I don't think it actually is. She like left off the I didn't think it actually is. She sort of trailed into it so I could fill in the blanks, as it were. No, that's like when you tried to show me a side by side. And I said, hang on. (laughs) Please smile and take another selfie uh that all was lost only, all was only not because i'm trying to you know speak to your that shame me. yeah Thank no you. just because i'm just trying to like science it out you know science I was versus say, mitigate this the is, uh fu- is... fake news <laughs> yeah exactly I'm yeah. doing my part against fake news, no. whether it's uh, face shape related news or <laughs> selfie related news, the hard hitting journalism of America. So much hard hitting journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the thing you wrote? No, let's get to that. <laughs> let's get to the list. <laughs> so shaving Cause it, face. Because but... <laughs> it was very face related. Okay. So I, um, now and then I read a lot of stuff on Instagram, read, that's a generous term for watching videos. Um, I watch (laughs) a lot of videos on Instagram that are beauty fashion related. I don't know why, because I clearly don't care about either of those things. You can tell from my, um, I can't even describe this outfit. It's mom has been home too long with her kids and like, hasn't seen the light of day and doesn't care anymore has given up. Yeah, like, I just know that, like, your pocket's full of used tissues. <laughs> With someone else's snot on them, I feel oh, like. Oh, that is living the dream, man. Yeah. Um, you're like, at you're least just like... I'm not disgusting for myself. I'm disgusting for someone else. <laughs> I feel like that's a good, um, oh, hold on. Let me write down on my list. Man, you are so uh, chipper in the morning. And the way the the pose you just made when you like leaned down to write it, it was I felt like we were on like 99.1 FM and you were like, good morning, Seattle. Oh, wow. I would love that. I wanted to do a radio show. Other I did people a radio show. Snot, am I right? 
<laughs> We've all been there. I think we can agree. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, shaving face, which sounds a lot like saving face or saving grace, but no, shaving face. So on Instagram, yeah, I watch a lot of videos and I saw this one video of a girl who was like cutting her bangs or something. And I was like, I'll watch someone cut their bangs off on a video. That sounds great. Especially if it's like a boomerang and it's like bangs, no bangs, bangs, no bangs, bangs, no bangs, bangs, no bangs. Yeah, that would be awesome. But it wasn't, sadly. We should produce some content. Sounds like you've got some (laughs) brilliant new ideas. I don't even have boomerang. I've never done a boomerang in my life. Me either. And at this point, I'm like, oh, I can't get it now because it'll be like, whoa, this chick. That's what know. our that's what our headshot needs to be. It needs to be a boomerang. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it needs to be a, a photo of us downloading boomerang, like <laughs> leaning over our phones, downloading boomerang together. On the last episode, I like had to ask you what the difference was between like an Insta story and an Insta live. So I think the jig is up. Downloading, yeah. Hot tech girls revealed is neither hot nor tech. No. Last night okay. I was out to dinner with a tech person. Uh, he's like a CTO of whatever, whatever. And he's been at a billion things and he talked about it a lot. But I was like doing like hot tech girl chatter. Skits. Skit. So many skits. Cross, cross talk. <laughs> and at one point I like directed a photo shoot and he commented that I had a lot to say about where everyone should be standing in the photo and I was like, well, I am a product manager. And then I was like, I hate myself. Let's put it on Pivotal and point it out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Thank you. I'm also a hot tech girl. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Doing my skits. Okay. So this girl who I thought was cutting her bangs actually was using a tiny razor to shave her face. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So she showed the difference before when she like had like makeup on and it looked awful and then she shaved her face and it went on so smooth and so perfect and I was like I'll do that even though I don't wear makeup so I ordered these little razors from Amazon and uh monster shaved my face this is why you need a budget (laughs) I know totally and um then like last night I was reading about it online I was doing some research to see and I was like uh face razors bad Face razors, good. You know, hitting up all the keywords, doing the SEO, getting into the scene, the face shaving scene. I like to and do. Was... I like to do um, like face razors scam. Face, yes, face scam razors. Is the best thing. Yeah, always adding the word scam because even if it's not really a scam, you get some really good reading of people who are like ex- they Me they're too. like exposing the thing they're angry about. Uh, Okay, so, so that would – I'm sure if you Google face razor scam, it would lead you directly to a four-year-old makeup alley, uh, <laughs> like, conversation where people are like, well, for my money, and just going hard on the face shaving forums? trend. For, I love me some forums. I know. Do you know there's this business tactic when it's, like, basically, like, you want to start a business and you're looking for, like, <clears throat> what's a problem I can solve? You're supposed to basically like read forums for hours and hours because it's oh, like yeah. because it's like the place and you get to know all of the users and all of their like long term loves, desires, hates. So you can oh, like yeah, no, I and bet. it's like you it's like it could be something you don't know anything about and it's like, no, just get in those forums and suddenly you'll be an expert. A hundred percent. Um, I wanted to check in with you about some billboard rage, see if you'd seen anything good lately. Wait, 
before we skip ahead to my favorite segment, <laughs> Billboard Rage, um, I just wanted to ask, did your did your Google results turn up anything? Um, nothing negative okay. that I was able to find, except one girl who was dumb and like sliced her leg open with it because it's not a protected razor. It's literally just like a razor on a on a thing you hold. It's very dangerous. I don't and, want yeah. that in my life. <laughs> Some girl like sliced her leg open, and I was like, "That's what am you I reading put, about? That's what you hide in candy on Halloween." It kind of looks like some candy. It's bright and color, candy colored. Uh, I found lots and lots of articles of people, like every women's magazine, writing about it, like they invented it slash discovered it. So it was pretty, pretty much a treat to be like, "What's Cosmos' take on how they invented face shaving?" What's and L's you were treat? like, and you were like, two girls talking, inventing face shaving." Yeah, but I've got to say, man, I'm pretty happy with the results. And a lot of people who were talking about how they used to wax their upper lip or like whatever were like, oh, no, now I do this and my life is like easy. You can do it anywhere. It's so fast. This one girl described herself and this did leap out as me, at me as odd. This one girl described herself as that you could do it anywhere. She's like, you know, sometimes I do it like on a plane. And I was like, you, how did you get a razor attached to a handle <laughs> Onto a plane. Can we talk about that first? Like, that that just like tripped me up forever. And I was like, is this like a joke? Did you put this in here as like a little aside for the for a those who? A little joke for us. Yeah, like for me, the information digger. Five years later, I don't get it. The information digger. Not an elegant name, perhaps, but an important one. <laughs> Abigail, I have to tell you about this business idea I have. Tell me. You're <laughs> all eyes on me. Total attention. I don't know. It's kind of too good to say out loud is how I feel. <laughs> like someone might steal it. I know. Should I anyway? I will. Okay. So every day on my way to work, I ride the train into Santa Monica and we go by this giant dirt pit filled with all these big machines digging and poking at rocks and doing all this stuff. And I thought, a, oh, my a God. construction site? Oh, God, is that what it is? I thought it was just some sort of free form, you know, exploration some of the art. dirt. Yeah. So uh, every time I go by, I think about how there should be like a place where you can go, like an escape room. You sh there should be a big dirt pit you can go to and you get like an hour's training and then you get to dig with the big machine or like ride around on the steamroller or like whatever. Dude, dude, they have a place like that. What? Where yeah, is it? Because it's for kids. Because you know, like kids are <laughs> like like four year olds. They're obsessed. Uh -oh. They're obsessed. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Look, I made a video of the steam. I haven't made a video in years, and I made a video of the steamroller working, and I was like, "This is so great." I showed people at work, and they were like, "I'm worried." <laughs> I don't know if you can. See I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, check it out. That that thing's like it's a jackhammer <laughs> attached attached to a long arm thing. It's poking it's breaking up all of those rocks. Okay, I mean, so I have some information for you about making your dreams come true. Okay. One <clears throat> these places exist. They I think there's like some places that are like mini versions, but then they also do like you know how monster truck rallies come to big arenas? <laughs> yep. There's something like that where you can get tickets and um and just like 
watch those things. And and it's because kids are obsessed with diggers. Okay. Is that what they're called, those machines? Um, there there is a machine called a digger. Because I kept calling it the I don't know if it's the one shovel. in your video. I keep calling it the steam shovel like Mike Mulligan and his steam shovel. Yeah, that's like homeschool education at work. Um, okay, information number two for you. Uh-huh. You can Google, no, YouTube, like that video you shot, you can find way better versions. Um, oh, no, I'm sure you can. I just and, made this on the fly. No, and if you read the comments of all these videos, like you could post yours on YouTube and get some users. Um, <laughs> but like you read the comments and everyone's like, my four-year-old loves this video, etc. Oh, yeah. I remember when Henry was little, my friend Laura's um, son, he wanted to just watch videos of trains yeah. just driving places uh-huh. mm-hmm. all the time. And she was like, I don't want to watch train videos anymore. I'm tired of train videos. <laughs> I was like, is this what life is eventually? Just watching train videos like with a look of pain on your face? Yeah, I guess. I mean, other people's snotty tissues in your pockets. Based on the stories you've been telling me, I think you might actually enjoy a good train video. You know, I've been thinking about looking some up, exploring the genre, getting in with the peeps, getting to know the scene, the players. Okay, so now my third rec for you. There's an iPad game. Nope. That is for kids. (laughs) Bearing the lead as usual. But I think you would love it anyway. I'm sure I would. I'm very susceptible and have the brain power of a four year old, so and of course. It's a construction site and it has it's like the one you drive by where the like they're clearly doing a lot, so there's like a lot of different types of machines. And yeah. you have to each make each one do different things. And so like and then so there's like a guy laying bricks, like making a wall. And so you, like, have to make him lay the bricks, but you also have to put the, like, gravel or whatever into the cement mixer and turn the cement mixer to make new cement to help build the wall. And then there's another part where you make a road and you use, like, one of those hot rolling machines. A steam shovel, probably. Um, (laughs) So you, like, pour the asphalt and then you roll it out. I think you'd be super into this game. Yeah, is there an option to play as the construction foreman where I sit in the trailer filling out paperwork all day and calling in worksman's comp issues? You know, maybe in the next update. They're going to add that? Mm-hmm. That, uh, what's that called? Pathway? <laughs> Career path? <laughs> Level? I don't know. Can I tell you about something weird that's been happening lately? Sure. Over the past three days, I would say... I have been, I keep feeling like someone's touching me or like pushing me slightly. I know. Like a ghost? Yes. And it has only happened like three times, but it keeps being like, I thought someone touched my shoulder like for real. And I looked over and there was nothing there. Another time I felt like someone pushed me like on the shoulder and there was nothing there. Another time I was fully sure that like, John was next to me in bed and I like got up and he was not there. No one was there. Like, I don't know. It was very strange. So what do you think this ghost is up to? Like, does the ghost have a crush on you? 
I mean, most ghosts do, in my experience, especially when I part my hair down the middle. It's well, kind of a ghost. It's a French, it's like a ghost, French call. ghost on the move. Oh, man. That'd be great. If I can get into international ghosting. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it's been really strange because I haven't really experienced anything like that before. And I can't tell whether it's just some sort of early onset dementia or some kind of something wrong in my brain, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I were to say, like, one time you, like, I first of all, I think it's fairly common to, like, think that someone tapped you on the shoulder, but then it wasn't there. Not, like, fairly common, it happens every day, but, like, it's happened to all of us, and I feel like you are the type of person that would, like, latch onto it as some sort of, like, what does it mean? And then, like, the next time the wind blew, you'd be like, it happened again! That is not even what happened. It really felt like, it wasn't like a tap, dude, it was like... It was like a shove. It was like someone like, it was like a push. Like my body, like dude. I don't probably know. you got pickpocketed, and now they have snotty Kleenexes. No, there was no one around me. It was at work. Like I looked around, and there was no one even standing near me. I don't know, man. Maybe it's cancer. Thank you. That's the answer I was clearly looking for. I figured. <laughs> You're like, let's get this segment over with. <laughs> ghost, ghost touching, <laughs> unwanted touching on the metro. Okay, earlier you, call it in. earlier you asked me if I had billboard rage. Yes. Um, And I don't think I do because I think I've been in the same place since we last recorded. Um, oh. Which is great. Um, <clears throat> but we have a user submission. Take us there. Uh, and they submitted it through our website where we have a submit your joke life moment form. And it starts with, not a joke life moment, a billboard rage moment. Nice. And this is from Amy C. Amy C. in LA. Yeah. And, okay, so I'm going to read Contacted me about the website and was like, there's nowhere to submit a billboard rage. And I was just like, just type in whatever box is there. We're going to read it. It's fine. Literally what I told her, too, when she contacted me. Why is she contacting every member of the podcast trying to get a different answer? She wrote on my Facebook. She was like, I'm trying to. She's like, why is there not a place for me to submit a billboard rage moment? And I was like, use the submission box that exists. I will update it shortly to be like, submit whatever the hell you want. Will that make you feel better? So listen, write your write your feelings in this box and hit enter. We'll read it. Promise. Right. Please reach out to us via the box, even if it's not a joke life moment. All right. So, I'm going to read this, but I will pause for you to, you know, interrupt, since I assume that's what you'll like to do. Are you listening? I feel like you're looking at something else. I'm listening. I'm trying to hold very still so you think the video froze. Wait, are you doing it now? Yeah, I was doing it. I did it better than you. <laughs> no, you didn't because your hair was moving in the back. I could oh. see it. Wait, let's try it. Again. No, this is so boring. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So this is from Amy C. This is her billboard rage moment. I need you to address a rage-inducing billboard gag along the lines of the inscrutable Pass It On campaign so expertly skewered in the last episode. Oh, thanks, Amy. Oh, thank you. Uh, the premise of these billboards seems to be make, <laughs> make, 
make up a ridiculous lie about a shelter animal's backstory. Yes, I know what she's talking about, and I have one in mind right now. (laughs) To increase the likelihood of adoption? Question mark, question mark. So, one will have shelter cat and world-renowned pianist, and a picture of a cat, presumably a real cat up for adoption near a piano. Yep. Similar ones suggest dogs are celebrity stylists or brain surgeons. The entire premise befuddles me. The tagline is something like, create a story, adopt today. Suggesting that only outsized anthropomorphizing tall tales will get people to adopt pets? Or... (laughs) Traditional. A traditional approach. (laughs) (laughs) Or that you can only lie about your pet's past if you adopt them from a shelter. Maybe? (laughs) This is what billboards take from us. They take and they take. (laughs) She says, so much unclarity, so much rage. I, too, have seen these and, like, pretty much just stopped and stared. There's one that's on Santa Monica Boulevard right now, which is the cat one. And I was, the piano? I thought, he has with the piano. The world and what, I thought it was, what I thought it was trying to say was that you could film your cat <laughs> pretending to play the piano and it would become a YouTube star, is what I thought that meant. Like, it was like adopt a pet and make money off them, is like the vibe I thought they were going for. It seemed pretty clear. Look at the business opportunities presented by adopting a shelter animal. Yeah, I really thought that's what they were going for. Like, if we can't appeal to people who think animals are cute or their side of compassion or whatever it is, we're going to get them on money. I do feel like that is a, a fairly literal interpretation of create a story. Like, so, I mean, you're not you're not crazy. But this is only after being exposed to the billboard nigh on a thousand. Now, and I had a thousand times as I walked to the train station. Trying to make sense of it. And the only reason I really noticed it is because the La La Land billboard was there and I would like glare at it every day as I walked by it. So I was just happy to see that there was a new billboard. Little did I know how it would consume my life, my thoughts, my how very self. How it would self. turn into some billboard rage. How I would long for those halcyon days of La La Land billboard. Sure. Um, and Which then, I always thought was so funny because I was like, nobody in this neighborhood wants to go see La La Land. I promise you. Like, no. Is it like vote for La La Land? No, it was just like La La Land exists. And I was like, oh, is this homeless person like asleep on the ground here? Like, are they excited about La La Land right now? Yeah, I feel like you've got some really good um, feedback for <laughs> Damien Chazelle. I, or, like, I don't know, whoever decides where the, like, I don't know, when you do, like, a whole billboard buy, you probably don't choose the individual billboards. You're probably like, we're going to put 100000 down on this zip code or whatever. Yeah, but I would not pick this zip code to advertise that movie. But, yeah. You know what I mean. I'm just, that's probably why they didn't win the award, because they spent all their advertising dollars in this zip code filled with, we have, like, okay, let me paint a picture. Like, Next to the elementary school, there's a mattress, a queen-sized mattress that's been there for, I don't know, months, years. It's just laying there, very close to the La La Land billboard. <laughs> Everybody sleeps there. You just walk by it, and if you're tired, you lay down and you sleep for a while. Not me, but you know. I'm just saying, this isn't the kind of neighborhood where people care to go to the movies, perchance. I'm not saying that's where I would put the billboard. I 
feel like I feel like so you think I'm on the wrong side of this mattress sorry billboard billboard raise just like just gets to me just <laughs> it muddles the mind you know well amy does have something to say about that what she says as this segment progresses however i do find myself wondering if the more attention we pay to billboard rage the more rage inducing billboards win oh wow because they've at- occupied even it's like trolling online if you respond the trolls win you know we're being trolled every day by advertisements. I sound like Tyler Durden in Fight Club right now, okay? <laughs> Actually, like, let me just stop myself full stop right there. Um, when we were talking about how we try to make sense of billboards, it reminded me of I do this, so I don't, I can't hear very well, especially in situations where other people are around. Um, so restaurants, concerts, parties, I'm like, oh yeah, uh huh. I'm just going to nod along because I have no idea what you're saying. And so a lot of what I do is I like try to guess and uh-huh. then I try and then I try to create a story, if you will. Um, and Adopt so, a shelter pet today. <laughs> so yesterday, um, my friend Camille said what I thought was, and I mean, this is like last week's episode, Cappuccino for a Queen. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I thought she said, you know, we got to find out, like, because these are kind of like these airplanes, they're like kind of a big deal. We got to find out like what the right models are, because like, I feel like people buy these, like we could really like do something big with this. Uh huh. And I was like, my brain was like, I feel confused. Why is she talking about like models of airplanes? What are we, what big thing are we going to do? And my brain is like spinning, trying to like create a conspiracy, like form what, like what fake news story might be shared with me. And I decide what she must be saying is that we should buy some vintage airplanes. Of course. And turn them into Airbnbs. Uh-huh. And that it would be, like, all the rage and, like, everyone would be so into it. Would it? <laughs> I think, well, I was like, yeah, no, I totally agree. Good work. Good work. She wasn't saying airplanes. What was she saying? Air plants. Oh, yeah. Because we were, we were, um, there was, like. But models of air plants? I don't she might not have said models she might have said types or something and my brain was like uh, types of airplanes are models I can't like I can't remember exactly my <laughs> like I was trying so hard yeah you really um, went above and beyond there to confuse the shit out of that situation yep nope they, that's exactly what it was so like because in this area of Texas where I'm at right now every tree is covered in airplanes Really? Yeah. And so she was like, people buy these, right? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Suckers For a buy lot them. of money. Though that's what she was saying. I think she even said for a lot of money. Like, how do we sell them? I was looking on Etsy the other day, and there was literally a piece of crystal with an airplane on top of it. And it was like an airplane in a crystal planter, $50. And I was like, that is not what that is. That is a, a piece of green matter stuck to a rock. Like, what is happening right now? All right, so that's our in. I'm just saying, man. Make it happen. Create a story. Create a story. All right, so uh, joke life moment. Oh, I... What? Oh, what? Did you have something oh, else? Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so lately, no matter what, I've been saying like, oh, I want that on my tombstone. So I was wondering if you had any like, what's like a dumb phrase you've heard recently that you would want on your tombstone? This is my joke life moment. <laughs> it's so simple, but I think it really, I want something about, um, if does advertising work? It already did. <laughs> it just did. <laughs> Like that's, pretty a, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for a tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> that is billboard rage right there. Because you're like, what is being advertised? Is it the tombstone? Dude, is it that the person? Is it... Okay, that is a New Yorker, a New Yorker cartoon. If I ever saw one, is like a tombstone with that written on it. You know what's funny is I remember I was a kid being like befuddled by New Yorker cartoons, and this is why. Mm-hmm. because they were billboard levels of nonsense always yeah because i was just like is this like a stock picture paired together with like stock words <laughs> pretty much and well, you know by the Roger way i'm Ebert. pretty sure these were i'm pretty sure these were new yorker cartoons that my parents had saved like it's not like like new oh, yorkers were even lying worse. around yeah even worse so like i was like i'm such i was like i don't get it but i can't ask anyone because then they'll know i don't get it so I just have to sit here trying to figure it out. <laughs> Literally the story the of my life. That should be on my tombstone. No one yeah. can know I don't get it. <laughs> I guess I'll just sit here trying to figure it out. Oh, wait, I, I'm dead. I guess an airplane Airbnb is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, airplane sounds a lot like airplant. Right. So. Also, I want to stay in an airplane Airbnb. Well, what about Joshua Tree? We'll just make it into airplanes. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I, pu- I put it in the Trello. Um, yeah, it's on Trello. There's a checklist component, and I've assigned members, so we should see some progress on this pretty soon. That's my favorite um, thing to do, and then I just run away. Sounds like a great product management skill. <laughs> All right, joke life moment. Um, I've got one. So I bought some contacts from Ukraine on eBay because I'm poor and don't have health insurance. And usually that works out just fine. And I to make be, sure that. To be fair, I am poor and have health insurance and I can't afford contacts. So health insurance wouldn't help you if that makes you feel better. Cool. It does make me feel better and also worse for the entire universe. Uh, so I, yeah, I got these contacts from Ukraine. I waited for the package for a really long time. The ones I have are like burning holes in my face. I, uh, got a notice from the post office that they tried to deliver it and it wasn't able to be delivered, which is very weird because that it should just be able to be delivered. Of course. Well, and you get like Uh, 20 packages a day. Right. And our mail carrier should know at this point, like if there's a package that he has, it's probably for me, like right. almost certainly for me. Right. Um, but no. And also there was no note left, nothing. I just, I'm looking at tracking and tracking says that it should have been delivered. So, and also it doesn't say which post office to go to. It just gives a, like a zip code. And I was like, that's cool. So I go to the Los Feliz post office and, um, try to talk to them about it. And they're like, and it's this girl's first day who's helping me. And because I asked her a question, she's like, I don't know. It's my very first day. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. And I was like, it's fine. Uh, so she finds this broken package that is torn up and there's like stuff falling out of it. And she's like, here's your package. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? And I'm like, thank you so much. And I signed for it. And I take it away and I open it up in the post office. 
and it is a bunch of Etsy supplies that <laughs> neither of us neither of us knew were missing from December. Um, I mean, I do think around the time they should have arrived, I asked a question to the effect of, didn't you get some white flowers? And you were like, no, I just got these. And I was like, oh, huh. Oh, well. I moved on with yeah. my life. Right? So, um, so this lady... I don't know. So then I go back and I have to explain like, Hey, that this isn't the right package. And this woman's like confused. And so she looks through, you're like, there's another one. (laughs) There's another one. And she was like, but you already signed for this number of this thing. And I was like, okay, let's start over. Um, and she looks through this entire cabinet. I watch her like look through everything. And she really does like twice. And she like walks over to me and she's like, I can't find it. Can you give me some time to call the carrier and see if they know where it is? And I was like, why would a mail carrier be like, yes, two weeks ago, I remember trying to deliver something. No, they do know that, though, because like, yeah, I'm sure it happens somewhat regularly. Yeah. Or like they're like, oh, look, this is a shredded box. I don't meet shredded boxes every day. Yeah. So. I don't hear from her. She gives me her phone. She gives me her phone number and says, call me if we don't call you. So the next day I like, I try and call. She's not there. And I say, when will she be in? They go, Oh, she gets here at four, four o'clock in the morning. So call back then. I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. I will. Um, so yesterday, finally I call in the morning and, or Wednesday, sorry, I call in the morning and, um, she's like, ah, we can't find the package. I don't know what to tell you. And, um, I was like, oh, my God, okay. And it's kind of an ordeal to get to the post office because my car has – I haven't changed my car's tire in a long two months. So I have to, like, take the train up there or take an Uber or something. So she's like, I don't know where it is. 20 minutes go by of her, like, looking. And finally she's like, oh, I found it. They had written, like, the last number of your address as, like, a slightly different number. And that confused whoever was delivering the mail, of course. And I was like, okay. So I go – I uh, – take the train. I rush home. I rush from work to like get there in time to get my contacts and cause I really need them. And I, I get to the post office at like five 55 right before it's about to close. And I rush in and they give me the package and I'm like hot and tired and so sweaty. I need to go home and I open up the package and it is the wrong contacts that I have like they sent the wrong. So one. it was contacts and it was the wrong ones. Yeah. And it was like I had spent so much effort and so much time and so much brain power. And they had spent so much effort and time and brain power trying to get these contacts. And they were the wrong ones. And I was like, I was like, this is my life is a joke. And just like ran into a window. I was like, ah, and this madness now. I'm sorry. Anyway, a tale of woe. Yes. A tale of woe. What am I doing with my life? What's your joke life moment? One time someone said airplane and you thought they said airplane. <laughs> that's just, that's not even outstanding. That's just par any, for the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing outstanding about a, that. <clears throat> it's just a Tuesday. Well, okay. So I, I told you the story already. So we might decide it doesn't qualify. But, um... I am staying at a, uh, like, a campground RV park thing, which is, like, fun. I've never stayed at one before. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also not staying, like, officially here. I'm parked. I'm, like, never mind. It's boring. 
Anyway. <laughs> they have this like great room common area type place where you can hang out and there's a fireplace and stuff. And so I was in there doing some work. It's kind of like being camping or whatever and going to the Awani. But way less cool than the Awani. Um, and this old man comes in and he's old. He's like 70 something. Um, and he's like starts chatting me up and asks me where I'm from, which is always an awkward question because I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like at this point you just say like California. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to, I'm starting to learn that it's the answer. Nothing matters as usual. I was going to say, I'm sure people don't actually care. So, or they have opinions about no matter what you say. So it's just kind of like, let's talk about whatever. Right. Yeah. Obviously, as usual, overthinking it. New Yorker comic, comic on the move. <laughs> um, so he's like, then he kind of starts getting into a sales pitch. I can tell from his like line of questioning where he's like, where are your doctors? What is your, you know, what's your health situation? And I was like, this is weird. What if I told you you could live forever? <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I thought it, I was like, I was, I was like, are we, are we on like a CW drama right now? Am I about to sign up for Scientology for the third time? <laughs> what's happening? And he, um, he like shuffles out a business card and he's like, um, he's like, I, I sell health insurance for people who travel full time, but which on its surface would be something I'm into, but it's not regular health insurance. It's like, it's some sort of airplane, believe it or not, insurance. So it's like, well, like if something bad happens to you, it'll fly you to where you're from, to where uh, your doctors are. Okay. And so he's like giving me this weird pitch, and he's like trying to like stress to me that I need this service. Uh huh. And I'm kind of like, so he he asked the question, "What would you do if you had a heart attack?" I would. Fall to my knees and thank the Lord. Right. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Yes. Like, I like literally I like and I didn't say this out loud because, you know, nobody understands. But I wanted to be like, I would assume since I'm 32 and having a heart attack that my prayers are being answered. Right. Like in this moment, I would be living my actual best life. So right. Right. is like, there a way to sign up for the heart attack? Like, are you offering, like, are you, like, you offering what? that? Um, and, but what I said was uh, call 911. Yeah. And he, and he was like, but wouldn't you want to see your doctors? Oh, no, I don't give a shit what happens to anything. Well, yeah, first of all, like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure anytime anyone's having a heart attack, they're like, get me to a doctor. Not like, well, let's travel. I'll get on the plane. It should take six hours round trip. Okay. I mean, I guess I can do that. Sure. Or like a special heart doctor. 
Yeah. And I get that most people who travel full time are old RVers and that they have various health problems. And so like if some if you had a complication, it would be important that you're being treated by someone who's like familiar with everything going on with you. But like he did not adjust his pitch at all. No. For uh for someone of my age. Age range, yeah. And then I was like, maybe he thinks I'm old. (laughs) This kind of plays well into a moment that happened yesterday at work where I felt like I was having heart palpitations and I couldn't stop smiling. (laughs) Because you were happy about the palpitations or the palpitations were making you smile. (laughs) No, because I was like, maybe this is it. (laughs) This heart attack I've been reading so much about. (laughs) You were like, you were like, wait, wait, did someone just touch me on the shoulder? Oh no, it's heart palpitations! Yes! Oh no, it's a heart early onset heart attack. My prayers are answered. <laughs> yeah, I tried to tell this story to other people who maybe don't quite get the uh, gallows humor. The but philosophical I, tenets of nothing matters. But yeah. I thought it was so funny, so I kept trying to like... It is funny. Yeah, uh, well... Yeah. So, I mean, it's very funny. <laughs> anyway, if anyone needs that kind of insurance, hit me up. I've got this guy's card. Dr. Feelgood. Not his name. <laughs> but his business card has like a jet on it. I was like, I could turn this into an Airbnb, I bet. I was gonna say, are you interested in an Airbnb service type thing for your, like on these planes? When you're done getting heart attack victims to wherever you're gonna sell their body parts to, what do you do with the plane? Are those planes still good? Can we use the planes after you're done with them? All right, I gotta make coffee. I have to write an entire screenplay. I'm, I'm hit, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. You do. Um, I'm hitting the road today, though. I'm coming back to you. I'm right here, Bay. I'll be there in a couple days. That's so exciting. I know. West Coast, best coast. Always, always, always. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Yeah.